Hello there and welcome to the podcast, Biblical Question. Glad that you've taken time out of your day to download our podcast and listen to it. We certainly hope and pray that you would be edified by it. It will help you grow closer to Christ, encourage you to read and study your Bible more. And please, if you do like us, we encourage you to hit that like button and follow us as well and share us with your friends and your family. We continually have more and more people on a weekly basis downloading our, our podcast from around the world. In fact, the majority of the listeners are outside of the United States, and we are very humbled by that. We know many people in these countries have to go to an internet cafe and download us to be able to listen to us, and we're so glad everyone who's listening has taken time to, to do so. We encourage you to go to our webpage at biblicalquestion.com, all lowercase, and there you can find links to our Twitter account and our LinkedIn page and Instagram as well. There's a way of contacting us if you have a Bible question. We will certainly do our best to answer that in a future podcast. We encourage you also, there's a prayer list, a page that if you're a prayer warrior, that you would go to the webpage as well and look at the prayer requests that have been made. We have a few uh, there. And I certainly pray each and every day for our listeners. We pray especially for the people who are persecuted for believing in Jesus and seeking him out in places where the podcast is actually downloaded and it's not favorable uh, to be a Christian. We appreciate your faith and your courage and your faith in searching out for the Lord. Today we're going to talk about the battle over life and death. We're going to start off here by reading Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 uh, through 13. I certainly hope that you have a Bible available. If not, there's plenty of ways of downloading a free one. There are an app, many app, Bible apps can offer you a free Bible as well. And so I encourage you to follow along. Ephesians chapter 6, again verses 10 through 13. And I'll be reading from the New American Standard Update. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of the wickedness in the heavenly places. Verse 13, Therefore, take up the full armor of God, so that you will be able to resist in the evil day, and having done everything, to stand firm. You know, there is a battle going on between life and death. We're, worldwide right now, we're seeing thousands of people coming down with this virus, and many people are dying. And we hope and pray, I certainly hope that you are as well, that uh, our loved ones are safe and our churches are safe and, and and even for those that we really don't know we know many are, are suffering and many are losing loved ones we pray and hope that somehow God could bless them and, and help them in their in their times of, of troubles and sadness hopefully uh, we can all encourage one another uh, in this time of uncertainty with with this virus you know there is no promises over over tomorrow God does not promise us uh, one more day on this earth. And each day that we are here, we certainly need to hope and pray that you are encouraging others to follow Christ and that we ourselves are being uh, good servants uh, to, to God himself. 
you know there again that we we all face a battle each and every day the virus is a major problem right now but there's other things that we face uh, there's battles people trying to to keep a healthy weight uh, there's battles within our spiritual life of trying uh, to stay in, in good graces with God, somebody might say. I've actually heard that term this week. Uh, you know, the evil one, he's always attacking Christians, and he always will. He always has. And we need to understand, make no mistakes, we are in a battle against evil schemes of the devil. We're going to be in First Peter for the majority of this podcast, and so if you want to open your Bible there to chapter 5 and mark it, and then turn back with me again to Ephesians chapter 6. We're going to read this again. People, again, we always have uh, this battle going on between life and death. First Peter chapter 5 verse 8 says, Be a sober spirit, be on alert. Your adversary, the devil, he prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to v- devour there is this battle going on, and Peter, uh, he reminds us, and so will also the Apostle Paul in, in Ephesians chapter 6, starting verse 12. We read this a minute ago. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes... You will be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Both the Apostle Peter and the Apostle Paul, they both express in writing to warn us and and to tell us about this battle against evil powers and the darkness of this world. Paul tells us uh, the fight really is not against people as much as we normally think. We we think that we have adversaries and at work or school or maybe within our neighborhood. And, th- and those people, they're uh, being used by Satan. They may not only understand that, uh, but the evil side of people, uh, God does not like that, obviously. And Peter tells us that Satan, really, the evil one, the devil, some versions say, uh, is really truly the the enemy. If you've ever watched any television shows along the lines of like uh, National Geographic or, or maybe something on Animal Planet, we we don't have cable here at all. We've never really had cable TV in our home. But the PBS, you know, Nature, they they have these animal shows. And one thing about the male lion. He never roars. He, he never gives away his position when he's actually in pursuit of his prey. Uh, he, he will uh, stalk them. He, he will sneak around. He'll use camouflage, whatever. Uh, but he never really gives his position away to his intended victim. It's not really until after he, he's made this kill, after he's he found his victim and he's all covered in blood... Uh, from his victim does he roar out like a loud uh, boast and saying look I made my kill the verbal attacks that that you know we're always on the receiving on yeah, receiving end of 
uh, wherever it's work or, or school, you know, really the devil, he seems to always be behind all of that. He he tries to encourage people uh, to, to be evil, obviously. On the other hand, we, we have Christ, we have God, trying to encourage us to be the light of the world, to be at peace with all men, if, if all possible. But here in First Peter chapter 5, verse 8, the apostle continues to write, Be a sober spirit. Be on alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, lion excuse me, seeking someone to devour. You see, listeners, the devil is your enemy. He is not your friend. We, he's not some fiction character. He's not somebody uh, displayed in a comic book. He, he is very real, and he hates all Christians. He hates everyone who is seeking out, trying to find Christ, or has found him walking in the light. Why would anyone claiming to be Christian not see him as your enemy as he truly is. He is a deceiver. Deceiver. He always has been. You know, you can drive around town and, and see people dressed like Satan or, or devil because they think it's cute on Halloween. Uh, people paint pictures of Satan and other evil identifiers on their cars, their business cards, tattoos on their body, and even their personal clothing. We... We need folks to understand what we're doing when we do those things. And it's so sad that, that Christians do not see Satan or the devil. Satan's actually a new term in Christianity, the adversary, uh, who he really is. He is not your friend. You know, he, he's on the side of uh, hot sauce, and uh, he's the logo for sports teams and different things. Uh, we need to stop giving glory uh, to him, period. You see, because when we do these things, uh, what we're really doing is we're letting our guard down. And the devil is, is being allowed to, to sneak into our lives, and, and he slowly pecks away. He slowly destroys us. You see, because he, he never sleeps, him and his demons. Uh, they never have to stop and rest. They've been at this for a long, long, long time. And you and I are only on this earth for a very short time. And again, read that verse very carefully. He, he is a hungry lion. He has an appetite that is never satisfied. When he sees a weak uh, link in the church, he's going to seek it out, and that's going to be his next kill because he is a bloodthirsty animal, and he wants the souls of the church. He wants the souls of the saints. The Christian needs to be aware of that. If you've ever been out hunting on a hunting trip, uh, you know how exciting hunting is. I used to really thoroughly enjoy hunting. You you, you go out and, and, and you're headed out to the field to go do your hunting and you go uh, and you find your whatever it is that you're hunting. Uh, you kill it and you process it, and you eat it. And as you're sitting here at the table, uh, perhaps uh, you're recalling that the excitement of it all, of, of being able to, to go out and do that. This is exactly how, how Satan thinks. Verse 9, 1 Peter 5, 9 says, But resist him, 
firming, be firm in your faith, knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being accomplished by your brethren who are in the world. We all need to stop and rethink our thoughts and thinking that it is harmless to have this picture of the devil on our products or, or the things that we buy or display, that the satanic photo or image on our clothing, those are in our direct control. We don't have to buy those things. Uh, we don't have to display them on our clothing or our bodies. Satan, again, we need to refuse him. We need to reject him. We need to deny him access to our eyes, our thoughts, and our hearts. No wonder the Apostle Peter tells us to resist the devil, to stand strong in our faith. Just like the lions of Africa they watch herds go by. As I've watched these shows over the years on PBS, they will sit under the shade tree and, and they're waiting. They're just watching them all go by. They they can hear uh, those zebras going by or whatever, the gazelle. They can hear them. They can smell them. And again, they hide in the tall grass. And they're waiting and they're watching for their next victim. They know they're not probably going to be able to, to catch a real healthy young animal who can can outrun or outmaneuver them. They're looking for an animal that looks old or, or sickly or, or not prepared, just kind of casually walking away, away from the herd and the protection. Again, th they're looking for the weaker animal. And, and they're, what they're going to do is they're going to start chasing it. And they're trying to keep it separated from the crowd. And they're just going to run this poor animal into the ground so it's so tired that it can't move any longer and then they will kill it and they will eat it. And this is exactly what the devil is doing. He's always watching for those Christians who are weak and sick in their faith. For those that are easy to wear down and eventually kill. And again, this is why Peter writes, stand strong in your faith. You see, there is strength and there's protection in numbers. These people to whom Peter is writing, they're going through some very difficult times. They're going through persecution. And the devil is trying to run them into the ground. And if he gets a chance, uh, he's sitting back watching and waiting to see what will happen. The devil, again, he, he's looking for those weak and sick souls that will drift away from the truth of God's word. Leaving the safety of a good Christian family and friends, the church, and or those who are just standing just on the edge of God's light. The devil does not love anyone, any way, any shape, or any form. You and I are created in the image of God, and he hates God. And he hates the fact that God has redeemed mankind. Again, no matter how you look at it, the devil is not your friend. He is your enemy. And if you don't believe me, then perhaps we need to, to read what Jesus says here in John chapter 8, verse 44. And he's talking to a group of people here. He's talking to the Jewish leaders, actually. He says, You are of your father, the devil, and you want to do the desires of your father. He was a murderer from the beginning. And he does not stand in truth, because there is no truth in him. Whenever he speaks a lie, 
He speaks from his own nature, for he is a liar and the father of all lies. There is nothing in this description that Jesus provides to us that I can say that would be healthy for my soul or anyone's soul for that matter. There's nothing in this verse that I want to have anything to do with the devil. He is a murderer. He, he murdered Adam and Eve by, by speaking his lies. He took their souls out of the hands of its creator, and spiritually he killed them. They're dead. He devoured them, just as we are without the blood of Christ. The blood of Christ can and does bring murder souls, dead souls, back to life. I don't know how well you know the story of Job, but I would encourage you to, to read it in your weekly Bible reading. The devil is not a friendly person to be around listeners at all. If you think the devil uh, only wanted to inflict pain on Job uh, and not against you or me, you really need to rethink all of that. The devil's always seeking us out, those who proclaim to be God's followers. How serious do you take the fact that the devil is out there he, and he wants to devour you? I, I personally, I take it very serious. And, and I'm always seeking ways to, to strengthen my, my defense uh, against him. And the best way to do that, be in prayer. Constantly be praying and asking Christ to help you and protect you and shield you. And the other thing is knowing the Word of God. This is why I encourage you, as you're listening to the podcast, uh, to to follow along in your Bible. I would encourage you to do that with any anybody, any preacher, pastor, whatever you want to call them. If they tell you, you cannot find what I am saying in the Bible, I would run fast. Uh, there's some people out there who actually say that, that they're getting new inspirations. I, I don't know where they're getting their new inspirations, but I'm, I would tell you to be very, very careful of that stuff. Again, we need to take this very serious that the evil one, uh, the devil, wants to destroy us. We first find the devil in the garden of eating, and he's talking to Eve. And, and I'm not sure about the rest of you here listening. Uh, two things that would scare me uh, or get my attention pretty quick. The first thing is a snake. Uh, and the second thing is a talking snake. Whenever I've come across a snake out on the prairie, I, I tell you, especially if I knew it was a rattlesnake, I, I gave it to the right away. I stopped and let it go. I give it all the room that it wants. You know, I recall one time as a child, I, I was helping my, my father dig up this rock uh, that was in a home near Branson, Missouri. And, and I, I stepped away to, for just a moment to go get a tool that my dad was wanting. And I returned. I, my dad, there he was. He was six sheets white. Man, I tell you what, he, uh, his face was just as white as could be. He had no color. And I asked him if he was okay. And he, he kept shuddering and, and pointing behind me. And he said, look. And there was the biggest, longest, blackest whip snake I think I'd ever seen. Now, it just apparently crawled uh, right under my father. He was on all fours trying to help get dig this rock out so we wouldn't tear up the mower. And he knew it wasn't poisonous, so did I. But just the fact that a snake came that close and slivered by uh, was enough to, to scare a, 
uh, him to death there, I think, almost. The Apostle Paul, he writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14, he says, No wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. That was 2 Corinthians 11, verse 14. You know, there's been a lot of talk in, in today's podcast that maybe uh, Satan looks like this scary thing, but the Apostle Paul also warns us that Satan does not always come across as uh, the boogeyman as we often want to place him into. I mean, seriously, think about this. How many of us would really walk right up to a snake or a lion? There's something inside of us that, that's called natural fear or respect of those animals because they could hurt us or kill us. And the devil, he is no idiot. Have you ever thought that the devil could could be behind the, the job that overloads you with so much overtime and, and, and forced uh, during the time that the church meets or the secretary who dresses with a very revealing uh, skirt maybe? Do you see the, the insults that you get for living your, your faith out at work from the devil? This angel in light that is talked about I hear by Paul. Have you ever thought that the teachings that you hear on the radio and television and, and podcasts as well, that, you know, let's say something on the lines is, all you have to do is ask Jesus in your heart and you'll be saved. Well, does this seem like it's a work of Satan or, or is it actual biblical truth? Have you actually opened your Bible and tried to figure it all out? You know, some things are taken very much out of context. Uh, some things are not completely told to you. If I uh, would ask my wife how to, she makes a, a loaf of bread, and she says, all I need is flour. Well, that's not true. It is true to a point that she needs flour, but she needs more ingredients to make up that loaf of bread. And the same is true uh, with those who are, are wanting to be Christians. I mean, you need to know exactly what Christ has said. I, I've heard so many teachings of lately, you don't have to be baptized if you're a Christian. Well, that does away with the great commission that Jesus gives the apostles. Uh, that gives us away with every conversion uh, example in the book of Acts. Even the apostle Paul uh, was baptized and I'm not going to get into disagreement or arguments or whatever, say before, save after in this podcast. What I'm saying is, you have to be baptized. You have to believe. I mean, if you don't believe who God is, uh, there's no point in giving any further. And you have to understand, I'm not against prayer. I think prayer is very important in a Christian's life. But we need to understand, Satan, the devil, he knows the Bible too. I mean, he knew what God had said to Adam and Eve, and he added one word, and he changed the whole context of what Adam and Eve were supposed to be not doing or doing in the garden. And the same is true today. We really need to read and study our Bibles. You know, the devil, that's all he has on his mind. He has this mindset that he really wants to destroy you and me by snatching us out of the safety of the, of the great shepherd in his hand. And we need to be in the shepherd's flock and follow the shepherd. And I'm not going to claim here to be an expert in the book of Revelation. 
I know there's many, many different teachings about the book of Revelation, but I, I want to talk just for a moment in Revelation chapter 12. And there seems to be a picture here uh, of the devil versus the church in, in chapter 12. The people of God in, in the text are the respect represented here uh, by the woman. Uh, the woman is pregnant. It, it seems uh, that the woman is pregnant with the Messiah. Uh, the woman very well could be the nation of Israel uh, of the Old Testament. And she is God's instrument of bringing the Messiah into the world. And then we have this huge red dragon that comes into the picture. And it, he's red because he has devoured the people of God. And, and the shed blood that he has happened over this. And, and he is huge. He has... Uh, seven heads, ten horns, seven crowns. And he is so angry and he is so big that he's able to knock a third of the stars out of the sky. He is angry and he wants to devile this child when it is born. Uh, the picture is that he loses and he chases the child uh, to heaven in, in verse 7. And, and there's a large... A battle that takes place here between God's angels and the dragon's angels. And the dragon loses the war and he's tossed uh, to the earth. And, and notice in verse 9, it's the serpent, it's the snake. Uh, unable to, to get the child Jesus, he returns his attack on the woman. And the woman now represents the church on this side of Calvary's cross. And he spits water out of his mouth, and he, and he tries to drown her, and, and it fails. The gates of Hades shall not prevail against the church. But now listen here, I'm going to read uh, verse 17. So the dragon was enraged with the woman, and went off to make war with the rest of her children, who keep the commandments of God, and hold to the testimony of Jesus. This verse can only be talking about you and me who proclaim to be Christians, who claim to be followers of God, who claim to be children of God, walking in His light, or trying to have this faithful life. The devil, has, uh, he has not been able to destroy God's plan, period. The devil has not been able to destroy the Messiah or His church. And really, all he has left to do is try to take us one by one, to pick us off one by one. And please do not make any mistake here. He is fighting mad. He is a sore loser, and he will do everything and anything he can to devour you and me. This verse again, pay attention to it. He is out to destroy. So today, if you're listening to this podcast and you're you're not really a child of God. You're not in the fold. Uh, Jesus is not your shepherd. He's not your protector. He's not your God. I would encourage you to seek him out and find a congregation somewhere close by that is teaching the complete truth of God. Not just their favorite verse. Not just one topic. And it's okay to have a favorite verse. And it's okay to study the different topics. And you notice I said topics, plural. Plural. 
Find somebody who wants to help you. Pray God will help you if you're seriously seeking out. If you're, if you're already a Christian, and I'd encourage you to continue to study, to fight, to pray, and encourage your family and your friends, and find others around you that want to study with you and encourage you as well. Find a congregation. I have two, three emails a week sometimes, it seems, that we cannot find a church that is teaching the complete Word of God. And I understand. I, I've been through that struggle and we need to find a group. With this virus going on in many communities around the United States, we're not allowed to meet more than 10. I'm noticing churches, uh, groups, and housing, uh, people getting together in their yards and things and studying the Word of God. I think that's great. Absolutely great and super. Church is not a building with a name on it. The church is the people who are washed in the blood of Christ. That's the church, you and me. Jesus did not die for brick and mortar or for songbooks or carpet or anything else. He died for people that he created in his image. I certainly hope that this podcast has been encouraging to you, uh, that you understand there is a battle going on, spiritual battle between life and death, and that we need to be engaged completely in it and have uh, our defenses up that God has provided. His word, his blood, his salvation is found in him. He is our refuge and our rock. Praise God. And may he have the glory. May he have all the honor. And may he bless you and encourage you. Please begin. Be sure to like us and follow us so you get alerts when we release our weekly podcast. We try to release one every Saturday. Uh, we will release this one uh, Saturday morning here early. It's normally not till afternoon, but because of the virus, uh, we are homebound. Again, thank God bless you. Please pray for us as we pray for you as well, our listeners. God bye and may God bless.